This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 17 of Curry in the Pot. Man, we 17 episodes in. I ain't going to wrap y'all up too much. I'm going to just get right into it. Today's topics are... Of course, we got NBA playoff action. The conference finals are underway in both conferences. Last night, the Eastern Conference Finals begun. And Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals was Tuesday night. So I'm going to talk about both of those. Also, the NBA Draft Lotteries was on Tuesday. I'm going to talk my reaction to that. I'm going to talk all NBA teams. First, second, and third teams will release today. I'm going to give my reaction and who I think got snubbed. And I'm going to talk Paul George. Uh, his name is you know, a really hot topic of conversation, and I just want to dive into that. So here we go. Tuesday night in the Western Conference Finals, we all knew what pretty much was going to happen. San Antonio was, was without Kawhi Leonard. He's still, you know, nursing that ankle injury, so we don't really know. I told y'all the other day. Like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. So, yeah, those sprained ankles are nothing to play with. And the Spurs have been playing without Kawhi Leonard. They look terrible. They look lost. Honestly, with Kawhi Leonard, they stood a chance. Honestly, if you watch game one, they, they really stood a chance. They were, they were blowing those guys out in game one until he got hurt. And I honestly believe that they had a chance. Skip Bayless thinks so. You know him. Big time Spurs fan. But they actually honestly had a chance. They just looked lost without them. Well, without him, I should say. They look absolutely lost without Kawhi Leonard. And Greg Popovich even said he think his team, you know, didn't believe. So I'm going to play his soundbite really quick. what I expected. I'm disappointed. And the only way I can process is I think uh, it's not about O's and X's or rebounds or turnovers or anything like that. I think... Uh, I think we've maybe felt it too much, Kawhi being gone, in the sense that I don't think, as I watched, I don't think they believed. And you have to believe. What I well, it's what I expected. You guys don't have Kawhi Leonard, the top five player in the league, probably the best two-way player in the league. This guy's game is really evolving. You guys don't have him. You guys are just undermanned, undermatched. And this series looks like it's going to be a sweep. Going to transition over to the Eastern Conference, then I'm going to jump back to the other festivity on Tuesday night, which was the draft lottery. So last night was game one of the Eastern Conference Finals, and this is exactly why I wanted the Wizards in the Eastern Conference Finals, because they're a better matchup. They, they would have been a better matchup. I don't think that the Wizards would have got blown out like that. They would have made this thing competitive. LeBron James was just toying with defenders last night. They threw about five different guys at him. Neither one of them could stop him. He's the king. King James is just on another level. This is what playoff LeBron looks like. LeBron led the way with 38 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. They even got a huge lift from Kevin Love, who had 32 points, 12 rebounds, hit six threes last night. Honestly, you know, Cleveland and Golden State not losing in these playoffs has really overshadowed the fact that Kyrie Irving and Klay Thompson have not been playing that well. Kyrie only had 11 the other night. We know Klay Thompson has been struggling to find his rhythm. 
But, hey, I guess that's what happens. But before I talk draft lottery, I'm going to talk about, you know, these playoffs. Like, they've been so unwatchable. I heard that these were the least watched playoffs in 60 years, something like that. Listen, I think, you know, eventually the NBA is going to have to, you know, just do playoff seeding. Like, it's not going to be East versus West. They're going to have to, there's 16 teams in the playoffs are going to have to start one First team is going to play the 16th worst uh, 16th worst team. It's going to have to be like that. You're going to have a 1 versus 16, a 2 versus 15. It's going to have to go like that, kind of like March Madness. But something's got to change, you know. I mean, we got two really great teams. I mean, that's great to see we got two great teams, but I'm worried about the rest of the league, honestly. San Antonio, you know, they're a good team, you know, when healthy. But, I mean... Who else is really contending? And I, you know, it really hurts to watch. It, everything has been unwatchable. It's been blowout after blowout. We should not be seeing sweeps in the conference finals. We, the only run I think we should be seeing sweeps in is the first round. To tell you the truth, to be honest, but we're seeing sweeps in the second round and possibly the conference finals. I think the Celtics will get swept. If they don't win game two, they will get swept because they're going to have to win on the road, and I don't think that's happening. So now I'm going to talk NBA draft lottery the other night, and I pretty much told you guys what was going to happen. I was praying and hoping the Lakers would get the number one pick, but the number two pick is perfectly fine. The Lakers have the number two pick in three consecutive years. We took D'Angelo Russell, Brandon Ingram, and hopefully Lonzo Ball. So, to recap, I'm going to say the first five teams because, you know, that's all I'm going to say. Celtics have the number one pick. Lakers have the number two pick. Sixers, number three. Phoenix, number four. And Sacramento, number five. I think I think the Celtics are going to select Markel Fultz. I hope the Lakers, you know, select Lonzo Ball. I told you guys the other day, this is what I envision happening. Lonzo Ball at the point. D'Angelo Russell at the two. Brandon Ingram at the three. We got Julius Randle and my guy Vita Zubats will be playing the five. He's going to be a nice second-year player from overseas. Uh, off the bench, we're going to have Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson, six-man. And in 2018, we're going to get my guy Paul George. So let me talk about Paul George. I'm going to talk him real quick. Then I'm going to get into all NBA teams. So Paul George, it's been rumored that he is hell-bent on going to the Lakers after next season. He has one more year left on his contract, and he can be an unrestricted free agent. I honestly think he would have been a free agent. the last. I think he would have came to the Lakers the last time he was a free agent, but he was a restricted free agent, so he... Pretty much didn't have no other choice but to stay in Indiana because they were going to match everything thrown his way. So, with that being said, I think Paul George is going to be a Laker. It's honestly only a matter of time. The Pacers, they can try to trade him, but the trade value has gone down because he has basically put the whole league on notice that he wants to be a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. And, I mean, who could blame him? You know, I'm biased, of course, when it comes to this, but... Paul George would be a great fit in L.A. The Lakers need a, a talent like that, a box office guy, a star. It's been a while since we had a star, you know, and he's going to be, you know, still in the prime of his career if and hopefully when he signs with the Lakers, he'll be still be in his prime. So let me talk Paul George real quick. 
And he also was on Jimmy Kimmel the other night. I'm gonna play that interview real quick. I'm gonna play just a little portion of it. And I, I, it doesn't. I love, no, I love Magic. I love Magic. Great dude. Good. You're gonna be uh, working for him. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I'm gonna always get those ties, man. I'm, I'm an LA kid. Actually, at my home, Kobe is like the biggest person in my sure. house. Sure. What is Kobe? Not even say? me. Right? Have you talked to Kobe about coming to the Lakers? Not yet. Not yet. I plan on working. Hence, how he said, "Not yet." Yeah, pick his brain a little bit. Have you worked out with him before? Nah. Not Are yet. you nervous about that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would think so. I'm training now to get ready to work out with him. I heard stories about Kobe working out with a guy, and Kobe says, yeah, I'll pick you up tomorrow at 4, and then the guy's standing out there at 4 o'clock and finally calls Kobe and said, hey, what happened? You didn't pick me up. He said, I meant 4 a.m., not 4 o'clock p.m. I figured that. Are you prepared for that kind of uh, situation? If it's with Kobe, man, whatever whatever he says, you got to do. You got to do. It's it's the mama. You got to listen to the mama. I hope he tells you to come to the Lakers. But, of course, People in Indiana, this is the worst case scenario for them, right? It is. I, I love Indy, though, man. It's 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 really a hard. Is there any chance you could play for both teams? <laughs> that, that would <laughs> that would be, that would be unprecedented. <laughs> Basically, the guy wants to be a Laker. That interview pretty much sums it up. And I'm gonna talk all NBA teams real quick, but Paul George, however, did not make the All NBA team. And that cost him some money. If he made the All-NBA team this year, he would have been eligible for a Supermax deal, which would have consisted of a five-year, $207 million contract. If he resigns next year, he can make five. He, he can make $177 million over five years. And if he resigns with a new team, the Lakers, he can make four. He can make $132 million over the course of four years. But if he makes the All-NBA team next year, he's still eligible for the five-year, $207 million deal to remain with the Pacers. But I doubt that's going to happen. This is pretty much his ticket out of Indiana. And the same thing happened with Gordon Hayward. And he's a guy I thought should have made All-NBA team. So I'm just going to read over the teams real quick. And I'm going to tell you who I think got snubbed. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a travesty. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you. So here we go. All NBA first team, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, James Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. Not really a surprise there, honestly. Second team, Rudy Gobert, Stephen Curry, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, Kevin Durant, and Isaiah Thomas. Third team, we have Draymond Green, John Wall, Jimmy Butler, DeMar DeRozan, and DeAndre Jordan. Those are your all-NBA teams and who I think got snubbed. Some of you already know, but I got to tell everybody else. Carl Anthony Towns got snubbed. The youngest player in NBA history to average 25 points and 12 rebounds got snubbed. He should have been all-NBA third team over DeAndre Jordan. And right now, I'm going to compare both of those guys' stats. No disrespect to DeAndre Jordan. Like, seriously, no disrespect. But DeAndre Jordan averaged 12 points, 13.8 rebounds. He had a career high in field goal percentage, 71%. And, you know, he had under two blocks a game. But what I think about DeAndre Jordan is he's only good for putback dunks and alley-oops. Seriously, he's not even good at those State Farm commercials. Let's be real, the guy was wearing a dress on one of them. That's another story for another day. But 
Like, what is the guy good for? He's not really skilled. Carl Anthony Towns is skilled. He's very skilled, and he's only 21. The guy's only going to get better. So let me read you this guy's stats. 25 points, 12 rebounds, the youngest player to ever reach that. 54% shooting from the field, 36% behind the three-point line, 83% at the free throw line. Not even going to compare free throw percentage. We all know DeAndre Jordan is absolutely terrible. And to give you some history of why this doesn't even make sense, why Carl Anthony Towns should have been third team, I'm going to go over some historics, okay? So Carl Anthony Towns is the youngest player ever to average 25 points and 12 rebounds. He is 21 years old. I'm going to read you some guys who didn't, you know, why they didn't reach that feat and how. So Tim Duncan, arguably the greatest power forward in NBA history, did not average at least 25 points and 12 rebounds until his fifth season when he was 25 years old. Okay, you guys are like, all right, all right, that's one person. Okay, Carl Malone, the mailman. He didn't average at least 25 and 12 until his third year when he was 24. Moses Malone, rest his soul. He didn't average at least 25 and 12 till his fifth year. And guys, Kevin Garnett, the big ticket. He never averaged 25 and 12 ever. His best season was 0304. I believe that was his MVP season where he averaged 24 and 13. And he was 27 years old when he did that. So that tells you how much of an absolute stud Carl Anthony Towns is. And that also shows you that this is a travesty. This is a robbery. The guy was all NBA team worthy. At least 13. You guys, the voters. Shit, I, I need to be a voter. Excuse my French. I need to be a voter. But for real, Carl Anthony Towns should have been 13. I think Gordon Hayward also deserves some consideration at 13. Uh, what he was able to do in elevating the Jazz, him and Rudy Gobert, respectively. They both, you know, elevated the Jazz, and they were a fifth seed out west. It's not really easy to do. But I'm not I'm not unhappy with Jimmy Butler making it well-deserved. Hats off to him. As always, I'm going to wrap things up with some local news. John Wall made All-NBA third team, and he left a message for the Wizards fans. Let me play that for you. What's up, y'all? This is John Wall. I want to say it's a big honor to make All-NBA team. Uh, I know it's an individual goal, but it's also a team goal of mine. I wouldn't be able to do this without my teammates, my coaching staff, and amazing fans in the city of D.C. So with this big honor and accomplishment, I want to say thank you. My God, John Wall, well-deserved All-NBA third team. Also in local news, the Redskins have signed linebacker Nico Marley, who is the grandson of reggae legend Bob Marley. I hope he makes the team. And in other Redskins news, Jordan Reed and Kirk Cousins made the NFL's top 100. Kirk Cousins came in at number 70 and Jordan Reed number 65. For those of you who don't know what the top 100 is, uh, the players in the NFL vote on who was the top 100 players of the season. So I want to wrap things up by thanking everybody for all the love and all the continued support. I love doing this. I hope you guys love listening as much as I love talking about sports, giving you guys my opinions, my predictions, and my takes. And I just want to thank all you guys for listening. As always, this is Mike Curry. Curry in the Pot episode number 17 is done. Everybody take care.